Welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. Shortly we'll be bringing you reaction to FC United's top of the table clash with Salford City from Sunday afternoon in the North West Women's League. And later we'll also have all the highlights from Monday's match at Ashton United for the men's team. But before that, it's to Saturday afternoon at Broadhurst Park as FC United hosted promotion-chasing Bamba Bridge in the Northern Premier League. And shortly before kick-off, Ben caught up with manager Neil Reynolds. Well, welcome everyone to Broadhurst Park. Glorious sunshine here for Easter Saturday and FC United taking on Bamba Bridge. Neil Reynolds, FC United manager, joins us now pre-match. Neil, big game this afternoon. Uh, Bamba Bridge, an outside chance of uh, putting the pressure on South Shields up at the top and FC... An outside chance, after Hyde United got beat yesterday, of, of maybe putting the pressure on the, the playoff spots. What's your thoughts? Yeah, funny result yesterday. I feel sorry for Nick Spoon, who's done a brilliant job all season. But when you hit a bit of a wobble, it's so hard to come out of. And, and people think it's, you know, it's players, loss of form. Sometimes it just happens and they've got to stay on the bridge next. But it gives teams that are around them, you know, likes of Marine, likes of Gainsborough now, likes of Matlock, a, you know, a real sniff at it. And, you know, people... My phone's been non-stop. Can we do it? I was like, can we do it? So, you know, we, we've got a tough game against Bamber Bridge, you know, today. And it's never going to be in our hands. But we've got to overcome a really, really good Bamber Bridge now. We've watched them on Tuesday. They beat Shields. They've got one of the leading goal scorers in Finn. Uh, they're going to be good. You know, Millie plays the right way. And, and I think it's going to be our biggest crowd of the season today. And I think it's going to be a really good spectacle for, for non-league football. Heading into this game, we've won three of the last four games. Um, you know, some, some very good results. Like South Shields, Mask and, and Morpeth. Um, are we just enjoying ourselves at the minute? I mean, it, it feels like we are after the Morpeth one as well. Say what you want about Mask. We beat him and then they went back to that win. Say what you want about Morpeth. They went and beat Hyde yesterday. <laughs> you know, don't tell me it's not a good league. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, but enjoying ourselves, a bunch of kids enjoying themselves. That's what, you know, as a manager, you, I don't think you ever, ever enjoy it. But I am enjoying seeing the young lads develop at the minute and play. A little bit of freedom, a little bit of no pressure. Uh, and they've really stepped up. But, you know, they're only as good as the last game. Last week, they were, I thought they were excellent at Morpeth. And you, you could see how good we had to be because they beat Hyde yesterday, who, who beat us this season. So we had to be brilliant. And we were uh, today got a massive, massive bonus because Donahue and right. Faisu are back in the squad. Donahue's not match fit to start, but hopefully we can get half an hour out of him today and then 90 at Ashton. Potsy misses after today, uh, so he's, he's going to miss uh, a couple of games. But Faisu's back and he's strong and the way he led the line at South Shields, he's he's done really well and we've trained really hard this week and, and, and he's been he's been a real plus point. So I'm excited, but we've got to get on the front foot. We've got to start with the right intensity. But you, you credit where credit's due. These guys are going for the title. It's not made all bones about it. I think Nantwich will upset South Shields today and these get a sniff of a result. Who knows what could happen? But yeah, you know, I will say from a personal point of view, I put it in the programme, it's a bit of a tough day. It's weird my dad not being here uh, first game. But, you know, I know he would be looking down when I've been climbing them ladders there, uh, trying to sort the sprinklers out. So, you know, I'm sure it'll be a good game. Uh, we're ready for it. And like I said, you know, the lads will be ready for it and they'll give a really, really good fist of it today. No, good stuff, Neil. And uh, just, just a final thought as well, just about the fact that the Easter weekend is it's very unpredictable. You can win the Saturday, get beat on the Monday or vice versa. Um, it's a tough period, but with our small squad, we've just got to manage it, haven't we? Listen, I said to the lads two games ago, let's go take 18 from 18 and shut everyone up. <laughs> but we've taken six from six. If we take 18 from 18, we'll be in the playoffs. There's no, there's no two ways about it, but... You know, with that, you've got a really difficult Bamber Bridge side. 48 hours later, Ashton, then Stafford here, then Gainsborough. You know, does it come down to Gainsborough or, or do we miss out on the elusive three points that we deducted earlier in the season? I think, you know, I'd rather have it this way than kind of mid-table obscurity or, you know, just, just being safe. We've, we've got, we haven't got anything to play for. We've got a, we've, the lads have got something to play for for next season. They're showing they want to be here and if results go for you and we win our games, then, then who knows? So we'll, we'll crack on and... You know, it's the hope that kills us, isn't it, Ben? And we'll, we'll see what we can do today. Nice one. Thank you, Neil, and all the best today. Cheers. Curtis Jones with the header. It's on the 18-yard line, then helped on by Baru. And then it's chipped back into the danger area by Thompson, out to the left flank. Chance for another ball to go into the centre. Rather spins awkwardly, comes across. Left-footed Oh, what a finish! A left-footed volley gives uh, Bamba Bridge the lead. Well, it's span off uh, an FC player. And it just sat up very nicely, but he took it on the volley with great control there, Luke Marriott. And, uh, well, you've got to say, uh, Paul, that was a pretty impressive strike. Well, Marriott's on loan from Blackpool, and uh, 
you can see how he's lit up the game with a, a strike like that. So, throw-in taken in a moment by Wallerton. Potts, Potts on the turn, neatly done. Potts, threads it through nicely. Gabinow, oh yes, one, 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 one. Magnificent stuff, that. Throw-in quickly taken, Potts with a lovely through ball. And Gabinow made the run, took his position and placed it perfectly past Felix Goddard. And a fine equaliser for FC. 1-1 one, one it is. Well, Michael Potts has certainly hurt his old club there with that pass. It was absolutely slide ruled. And Gabidon's pace just took him beyond the last defender and in front of the keeper. And a really good finish. Well, I mentioned earlier that uh, Gabidon is a top scorer. If you exclude uh, the departed Linney and uh, the injured Ennis out for the rest of the season. So, uh, well, on the mark again there. Well, 1-1, one, one. a contest. We're coming up to half an hour played here. And it's been a fine game. And they're rewarded with a goal for each side. Baru there under pressure. All uh, picked up by Sinclair Smith. Now Sinclair Smith from the left flank. Tackled well by Potts. And now Baru again. Nobody can quite get hold of this ball at the moment. But now Wallerton tries to. Square ball now and Guy Hall. That's got the crowd uh, a light here at FC Hall over halfway. Infield to Griffiths, 35 yards out. Griffiths chips it out. Right flank, Wallerton waits, collects neatly. Wallerton, infield, good one, two. Wallerton going to get on the end of it. Goes down, and penalty. Penalty to FC United. Again, Potts involved. Lovely give and go with Wallerton. Max Kane, can he give FC the lead? Here he comes. No, saved! Nice height to the keeper's right. Dawson, he's under pressure. Great work from Griffiths, now Potts. First time ball. Kane is outside. Kane, the chance is through. The score, and he does! He makes amends, Max Kane. Superb. Felix Goddard committed himself there. Didn't get to it. Great composure, Kenny. He took it past him. He had two players forcing him wide, but he took it wide and then just rolled it in. Great composure, Max Kane, making amends for the penalty miss. Two on FC. And this really is a game now. It was a great counter attack there. Sangari in his own half, right hand side, but it's chipped back towards the danger area by Bamber Bridge and then cleared by Wallerton. Long clearance. Now a chance for Dante Gavinon takes it with his head, goes out towards the left flank. Gabidon takes it past his man. He's oh beautiful work and shoots! Oh, it's Ezra Kane! It's 3-1! It's 3-1! It was a beautiful shot by Gabidon, which put the underside of the bar and Max Kane waiting nods it in. FC United three, Bamber Bridge one. Well, this is proving to be a bit of a coupon buster at this stage. Robbins, long ball forward, chase on for Adam Dodd, but uh, getting there first is uh, Cross Adair. Finley Cross Adair now, looking to bring it in field, plays it back to Glassworth. Great shot, that is a superb shot, it really is. It's 3 2. Here it comes, under the, oh, it's a lovely looking ball, and it's Donahue! And it's 4 2. I suppose that's what you call an impact sub. That's a great delivery, it really was, and Donahue. Ghosted round the back, nobody picked him up. And it's 4-2 FC. Well, you can't call it a dull game. Goodness me. And it's very rare we do score from corners. There you go. That's the one in 66. Griffiths preparing to take this corner from the left-hand side. And it comes. There's a foul in the box there before the ball was kicked. Now, is that? I think Dodd's been pushed to the ground and he's still down. Red card. Red card. Is it the keeper? keeper? The keeper's been sent off. Well, to our knowledge... And it is the keeper. Bamberbridge do not have a, a specialist keeper. It's a yellow card for some descent. I think that's for Robbins. So down to ten men. 4-2 down. This is a critical moment for Bamberbridge. I don't think Griffiths has taken a penalty for us before. Here we go. Griffiths about to take this penalty to make it 5-2. Yes! 5-2 it is, it's a fine penalty, it's a high penalty, just under the bar, roof of the net. McCauley, uh, Wilson dive to his left, no chance. 
And FC now three goals up and a man up. And the referee has had enough. And FC United with a fine win here. They went behind early on. A fine left-footed volley from uh, Luke Marriott. But then the goals uh, came in numbers. Thank you very much, Neil, for joining us so quickly. And um, what's today maybe the perfect blend of youth and experience? Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good, good game. I guess a really good Pamba Bridge side. We've probably seen goal of the season here. <laughs> you know, it was an absolute wonder strike. And when you're playing against a team top of the game, it's hard, isn't it? And we didn't get going for 10 minutes, but then after that, just a masterclass. Uh, led by Max Keynes, work rate, Luke Griffiths, Potsy getting a hold of the game. Just pleasing. And then we got in, one all. 2-1, should get a penalty, should score a penalty, we don't. But then the character of the lad, Max, you know, to break three and to score shows a lot about the kid. Uh, and then we just went up levels then, you know, and, and we were at our best when they had 11 men on the pitch. We were so good for a 20-minute spell in the second half. And it's nice when you, when you get a win. And it's nice when the lads play really, really well. Key ingredients of the victory for you, what, what, what was specifically, what did the team do? Against, as you say, a side that's going to right in the playoff shake-up. What, what was it? I don't know if we... I'm not saying we did anything great deal different than what we did last week. I just think that we don't bring bad footballers to the club. It's, it just takes some time, you know. And you speak to likes of Keegan and Keane and young Matty Van Wyk, uh, guy, not played in front of crowds like this, and they're quite daunting at times. Not that the fans are doing anything wrong. It's just 2,000 fans. It's brilliant. And, you know, today they probably just enjoyed themselves and, and, and played with freedom. But it's, they're a good side and, you know, we just try and find the next one, coach the next one. You know, we, we spend a lot of time with these kids and you can see what we're doing with Max Kane now, you know, so and we're happy. Uh, Donahue, great to see him back and typical of him, when at 3-2, they just got an excellent goal from Finley Sinclair Smith, it has to be said. Great corner from Gabin on the but he just ghosts in, doesn't he? Donahue? Credit to Mike Faulkner, assistant manager, he does loads of works on these set pieces and tongue in cheek turned around and said another well fine executed set piece that we scored off. But it was, it was that run from the middle of the park and Mike's been working on that in training with the lads, so credit where credit's due. You know, Mike spends a lot of time and you don't score a lot of goals off set pieces when they come off. You know, he's brilliant, but Donna's to have Donna's back, to have Donna's missing, you know, people got to wise up to lose Michael Donahue, he's one of the best players in the league. You're not going to be as good when you don't have Michael Donoghue. We've got him back now, but you want Michael Donoghue for 40 odd games a season, maybe not 20. And Sangari, um, there's something about him, isn't there? You know, he, he's got a, a size and a presence to be able to hold the ball, and he's got a touch. Good about player, him. he's yeah. a good, good player. Think you can keep him? Yeah, and we've got to work on him in pre-season. He's going to be a fantastic. He's, he's got everything. You know, and you might not see it in the 90 minutes, come down and train and watch him. He is, he's got the strength of an ox. He's got the pace to burn. He's got fast feet. He's got great tricks. He's got goals, but he just needs fitness. And, it, and he's been out injured for two years. Mm-hmm. So he's going to he's going to get back to what he is. And uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to have him around the place. I thought that uh, Griffiths and Potts were brilliant. And I thought Potts' pass for the, the first goal... I don't think it was his pass, it was his turn before the yes, pass. Yes, yes, yes. turn that gave the right pace on the pass. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Potsy does that so well. And we lose Mike now. Mike goes on a, uh, a working break. You know, he misses the next two games. So it's good to have Donahue back. Donahue will partner Griff. But, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of you, you, have, you have one you know, really good moment and then you have a setback and you lose players. But that's what happens. And, you know, we've just got to, got to make do. But no, Potsy and Griff. Griff, Griff today. Hmm. Well, I think he's getting back to his best. Guy Hall, I've said this before, he's just a, he really belies his years to me. He just looks at like getting more and more mature to the point where we don't miss Adam Dodd at left back anymore. Well, we said it, we brought Guy in in summer, you know, and a player to come and back it up. And, you know, Doddy, what happened to Doddy? Guy wasn't ready. We brought Finn in from Burnley to him to watch. Finn goes back. He's a student of the game. He's watched and he's learned and he's never knocked on my door. He's never moaned. He's always done his running. And he's now arguably one of the best left backs of this league but he's done so much work he really really wants to do well and you can see you know the players are out there you just got to go and try and find them and, and we'll keep doing that and that's what we're doing pre-season that's why we go to clubs like Fulham Amateurs or you know the, the friendlies that we play because the next crop out there Dante Gabidons, Matty Van Wykes they're out there but you've got to go and do your due diligence and find the right players FC United manager Neil Reynolds there speaking after that excellent 5-2 win over Bamber Bridge from Saturday And shortly we'll be hearing if the Reds could make it back-to-back wins over the Easter weekend, as we'll be bringing you reaction to FC's trip to Ashton United from Monday afternoon. But before that, it's to the women's team that we turn to now, and second place to FC United hosted the league leaders Salford City on Sunday afternoon. 
And to find out now if FC United could go back to the top of the table, let's hand over to Ben and Paul at Broadhurst Park. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women's Team Live. And you join us here back in North Manchester for the second part of our broadcasting over Easter. And on Sunday, we're here for, well, probably the biggest game of the weekend when it comes to FC United. With all due respect to the men's team, it's FC United and Manchester hosting the league leaders this afternoon, Salford City. It's a big, big game. And joining me for a bit of a a pre-match chat now, 10 or so minutes before kickoff. it's a big welcome back to Stato Paul. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon, everyone. So, I'm a wrong in hyping this up. This is a big game. Explain why. OK, Salford are two points in front, playing their last game today. FC have got four games left, two points behind, of course. A win today takes Salford City out of the equation in terms of the title. The only other side that can catch us then is Cheadle. Cheadletown Stingers play today at home to Blackburn, which we assume they will win. But if something goes very wrong, then technically the title could be over today. There are caveats. Salford City today, um, they start the day on 41 points. A win for them would see them on 44. FC United start today, 39 points. A win for us could take us up to 42 and leave Salford on 41. And therefore, as you say, knocking Salford out of the equation. Easier said than done. We'll get to how tricky that's going to be in a second. But elsewhere, there's another team who can get to 42 points, which FC United could get on at 4 o'clock this afternoon, and that's Curzon Ashton. However, Curzon Ashton's goal difference is way off, but league officials don't hand trophies out for goal differences that are way off. They want the points tally to be right. So we will keep an eye as well on Curzon Ashton today as they take on Darwin. But Paul's right to mention Cheadle. Cheadle, with all their games in hand, can actually get to 43 points. So the target is 44 at the moment because of Cheadle's ability to get to 43. Yeah. But again, goal difference, it's more or less 43 at this point. So it could be that the title is decided in FC's next game, which is away, isn't it? Yeah, that's away at Fleetwood next Sunday. Um, but the thing is, this, this is why this game's crucial because Salford are here, their last league game of the season. They want to put a marker down. You know, they, they want to get to, you know, that points teller where they can go, right, that's your, that's your target. And we have to say Salford are the only side to beat FC in the league this season. And what a game it was. I mean, me, me and you weren't there, but um, James certainly was, and James hasn't forgotten it. He's mentioned it a few times in his post-match interviews. I don't think he'll forget that for a long time. I think we were winning quite comfortably. 4-2, I yeah. think we were up. And then suddenly Salford turned it around. So they scored three goals in the last few minutes and... So there's a, there's a bit of a warning sign there, isn't there? Certainly for, for this afternoon's game, that's for sure. Whatever the score is, don't don't take a step back, whatever you do. The thing that Salford have got is, like like so often we say, it's former FC players. And one of them, Farouz Abdullahi, was a prolific goal scorer for FC a few years back. Lefters has now camped at Salford City for a while. She's become their record goal scorer. She's gone over 150. And she's a big threat this afternoon. We've got Jess Battle, they've got Farouz Abdullahi. It's an interesting clash between two prolific goal scorers. They've also got Rebecca Foster in midfield, who we know well. Very experienced midfielder. I mean, if you're ranking the top five midfielders that FC United have had yeah. in its over ten years you know, yeah. playing football, Rebecca's going to be up there. Yeah. They've also got Beth Hayes on the bench, who's played for FC for a number of years, on and off. And um, she's reappeared at Salford, so... They've got some interesting firepower in the side. And obviously, to be league leaders, they've got to have something about them. They have scored a lot of goals this season. They have conceded a fair number. And to be fair, we have put what we can consider our strongest side out this afternoon. Let me give you that team. This is a good team that FC United have put out. Sophie Donald is in goal. Shauna Jean starts, as does Emily Marsh and Abby Carrington. Chelsea Patient is also in the back line. Bertwistle in midfield alongside Kate O'Gara and Chelsea Flanagan. And uh, then obviously we've got Kirsty Chambers as well uh, and Jess Battle and Libby Dixon. Obviously the back line is going to be tested today, but our forward line at the moment is on fire, Paul. It's been pretty Well, it's pretty been double good. figures. 25 recently, goals in the last two matches. And then you look at the bench. That's, that's covering a few bases as well. Yeah, the bench, uh, Janice Reeves, Ellie Keller, Darby Williams, Ashley Hayes and Eve Kenneler. So, as Paul says, there's, uh, I mean, Ash Hayes. <laughs> two four hat- goals last week. Yeah, four goals Can't last week. A, start a, today. a hat-trick the week before. She scored seven goals in, in, uh, in two matches. Everything is set 
for an epic encounter this afternoon between two very good sides. Let me give you uh, the Salford City team. Promfrets, Hutton, Baker, Thornton, Robinson, Malpas, Foster, Abdullahi, Price, Deuce and Co. And four substitutes for Salford. Shaw, as Paul said, Buffets, uh, Edwards and Wright. And a good crowd assembling this afternoon, including a number on the SMRE beginning to uh, Yes, and uh, appear. Just, just to say, you, you're right, Paul, because I've been busy running around and stuff, but you look down the main stand, it's a good crowd here today. Liveteamstats.com the place to go to uh, for the starting 11s uh, for both teams as well as all the stats as they happen there's also a text commentary service on there as well but uh, let's find out what happened this afternoon it's now time to hand over to your expert commentary team this is FC United taking on Salford City at the top of the Northwest Women's League and it's a, a big welcome back to Stato Paul but first me and that's a good ball there by Foster and uh, Malpas gets the ball into the penalty area and Abdullahi there capitalising on the mistake rounds the goalkeeper oh. and then puts it over the bar a huge let off there for FC United FC caught asleep there at the back massive let off here's Baker cleared by Salford and uh, a fortunate deflection there Donald's out of her area and a great challenge there and Abdullahi Abdullahi gets back on her feet here's Juice now Thornton lays that ball off shot comes in from Juice but uh, cleared Flanagan does well, gets the ball to battle. Battle now to Chambers. Chambers is through into the penalty area. Yes. Pomfret got to the ball, but couldn't stop it from going in. Went into the far corner, and FC United have taken the lead here. 25 minutes on the clock, Paul. Kirsty Chambers there with a captain's goal. A few times they've tried to exploit this playing out from the back, and uh, that time they did manage to exploit it, and... In such an important game, wouldn't it be Kirsty Chambers, the one that runs the scoring? And here's Robertson on the ball. Robertson out to this near touchline to Price. Birdwistle puts the challenge in. Price loses out. Birdwistle, good ball. Is that going to get to Dixon? It is, you know. It crosses the line. And SC United double their lead. It was a fantastic ball in. And a good improvised finish there from Dixon. Baker went to try and clear it off the line, but... Unfortunately for Salford, that wasn't going to happen. And over the line it goes. Third six minutes on the clock. Can SC United make it 2-0, Paul? It was one of the most awkward finishes. But it's ended up with a clattering for the Salford City keeper who's now back up on her feet. Thornton inside Salford territory. And a good pass out to this right-hand side. And a good ball down the line there by Juice to find Abdullahi. Donald's there. Brave goalkeeping from Donald once again. Carrington, good header. Foster heads it forward and Abdullahi's onside and uh, there's Donald again. Some Neuer style sweeper keeper in. Is that term? Sweeper keeper in. I think she's done a very good job outside the penalty area this afternoon. Flanagan now down this left hand side. Got Price for Kumpner. Brushes Price to one side. Flanagan now along the 18 yard line. Flanagan! Oh, oh, just over the bar. And that would have been a brilliant way to sign off the first half. Would have been one of the goals of the season. Back to Hutton, but uh, Salford give the ball to Flanagan. Here's Flanagan now. Flanagan to battle, battle, just gets a toe to it. Here's Chambers! 3-0. Five minutes into the second half, and how crucial is that goal going to be, Paul? We said at halftime, 2-0. It's a dangerous lead and all those clichés. 3-0's a lot better. That could be the end of Salford City's title hopes in that sweeping move. Uh, Flanagan played the ball forward. Battle just got a toe on it. It was a crucial toe. A crucial toe that laid it off to Chambers, whose left foot was unerring in the penalty area, right into the corner. Oh, Salford, FC United asleep here. Short corner, Abdullahi, back to Foster. Foster crosses this ball into the back post. There's Donald, she doesn't get to it. And it's over the line, bundled in. This appeals there that it was done by the hand. But referee, I don't think he's in the position to see that. And Salford have got themselves a goal back. And I think it's Price, number 15, that bundled it in. Flanagan wins the ball back, gets it to Hayes. Hayes got to get that ball to Chambers. Chambers is onside. Chambers now. Chambers on the edge of the box. Chambers still with the ball. Chambers into the penalty area. Goes to goal! Chambers with probably one of the most important hat-tricks she scored for FC United in all the years playing for the club. 4-1, Paul. And surely that Salford knocked out of the title race. And that, that was probably one of her most important goals of her career, I would say. In a match where FC were 
at 3-1, it was not over by any means, but and Salford were beginning to threaten a bit. But 4-1 just puts it out of their reach, I think, this afternoon. Well, a captain's performance from Kirsty Chambers, and on 80 minutes, it's 4-1. It's now with Malpas on the right-hand side. Malpas crosses this ball in. Great ball in. There's patient. FC United very short here. And a great save from Donald. Cole is there. Five yards out with a good directed header towards the bottom corner. But a good save there by Donald. Malpas long throw in. Patience there but loses out to Abdullahi. Abdullahi on the byline on the right-hand side. Abdullahi checks inside. Goes for goal. An impossible angle. And almost did it. But wide of the goal it goes. Williams is there, cleared, and uh, well, appeals to side. Abdullahi's onside. Abdullahi goes for goal, and Abdullahi gets a late goal here, and it's 4 2. But there's Fanigan with a clearance. Full time here at Broaders Park, and FC United have picked up a vital three points. A really titanic match between the top two, and in Salford City's last game of the season, they couldn't hang on to top spot. FC United go top of the table now not quite won the league just yet Paul but it's a big advantage FC United are taking here Cheadle and Curzon can still win the title but FC United go top of the league tonight I think this morning if you looked at the table we probably needed two more wins we've got one in the bag second win from the last three games we'll seal it but what a titanic struggle this afternoon Salford have given their all and they just didn't do enough to stop FC on their own pitch carving out a very important victory and I think Kirsty Chambers in scoring the hat-trick goal scored one of the most important goals she'll ever score in her career Yeah, that goal on 80 minutes has proved crucial we said and you, you rightly reminded everyone of the away game uh, where FC were home and host in that game and Salford came back and that fourth goal it really took the sting out of it. Salford came back towards the end there, but because of that foothold we had, that put the game beyond reach. Yes, it was just a step too far for Salford in the closing minutes. But it's been a very, very hard-fought game, and I'm sure there's a lot of tired legs out there. The title is not won by any means yet, but it's close. It's very, very close. It's touching distance now. Yeah, just a reminder, both Cheadle and Curzon won their games today. The max Curzon can get is 42. That, funnily enough, is now the total FC United are on. FC United, James has mentioned goal difference so much this season. It Essentially, Curzon are out of this now uh, because of the goal difference factor. Cheadle can still get to 43 points, which is why we've not officially won the league today. But, Paul, Fleetwood away next week, it could happen. If we can win at Fleetwood, it's over, the race. But it's been a very, very tough game. I think the Flanagan-Foster matchup was very important in this game. And Chelsea Flanagan has driven that team forward in the 90 minutes and made a very telling contribution. Well, just the, the whole nature of the midfield, the game plan that FC United set out today, O'Gara, Bertrissel and Flanagan, it was kind of a nullifying effect FC United were after this afternoon. It was just, they were really good in midfield and... All three of those players deserve extra time off this week in training. <laughs> yes. But we've had a good crowd today and I hope they've enjoyed a six-goal thriller. Yeah, 247 the crowd today and uh, obviously with uh, volunteers and kids from local junior sides and stuff, that crowd's probably slightly more than that as well. Um, but uh, a good afternoon, that. Paul, who's your player of the match then? Chris Chambers got a hat-trick. Flanagan and Birdswistle have been dominant in midfield. Um... I think also Chelsea Patient did a very good yes. job on Abdullahi for most of the game to nullify the threat. I do think, though, given the importance of that fourth goal, that maybe Chambers nicks it this afternoon. Yes. But special mention for Flanagan, Patient. Yeah. And, uh, and Bertwistle. Yeah. Yeah. I think all three of those players have uh, performed really well this afternoon. And, uh, well, we're going to be joined now by women's team manager James Mulverhill. And James... Not quite sealed the title today. Still work to be done, but... It's one, wow. hand, it's one hand on it. One, it is one hand on it. I mean, today, essentially, essentially because of the goal difference, we've knocked out two teams out of yeah. this race, Salford and Curzon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on that titanic tussle we've seen today? Do you know what? It was, it was always going to be a graph like that. It was always going to be a physical game. 
we prepared and do you know what we, we threw the the game plan out the window for in about 10 minutes in we had plans to to man mark for ruse and we just thought do you know what let's not worry too much about what they're doing let's just play our game we all believe that we're the best team in the league so why are we adjusting ourselves and adjusting what we do for other teams so we did that and a few bits of sloppiness and that but listen it's just a graph today like Kirsty chambers the uh, people count around but the biggest moment and the biggest time we've come here and just banged that chicken there's two moments isn't there for Chambers I mean you could look at the hat-trick and go oh Kirsty Chambers scored a hat-trick but she scored the opening goal yeah right and she scored that all-important fourth and yeah. that was important at the yeah. end as well took the nerves off didn't it exactly that's a captain's performance she's Mate. put in there unreal she deserves it She. we said it in the, in the change rooms before and we said Listen, some players here, I've, I've only been here as the manager for this my first full season, I said, and I, I, I need to win the title, it's, 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 I'm super competitive, I said, but we've got people like Kirsty and Chelsea there who've been here for, for, for a decade, and, and they've never won this title, so we're so close now, we've just got to get focused, keep our mindset in the right place for the next few games, and, and put it to bed next week, that's, that's the game plan, is every game at a time, put it to bed, seal the deal, um, and rightfully come back here in a couple of weeks and, and hopefully have the title there to show the fans but listen the fans greatest turnout we've ever had today I think like it, not, it might not be in terms of numbers but the, the voice it, it was brilliant yeah it was a brilliant crowd um, obviously when we talk about the game plan going out the window and all that that then relies on you know improvisation and players <laughs> digging deep and that kind of thing it was very noticeable the three midfielders O'Gara Bertrissel and Flanagan were very very effective in that first half especially we go back to our chat at Cheadle I remember having a similar chat about, about the three midfielder I think Ogden was the other midfielder in that, in that performance away from home but that performance there from those three was something else do you know what, it was, it was, it was perfect to us because we knew that Bex Foster was going to play as a City midfielder for them on their own. We've watched all the footage and for me it was, it was, a, it was a case of Flanagan out of possession, you're going to go and stand on Bex Foster and prevent them from doing anything. In the second half, they, they changed the shape, Bex went and played higher up, so that's why we made the adjustment and we put Shanice Reeves on. Shanice Reeves is a more defensive midfielder of ours. Kate's legs were going a little bit and we were like, go on Shanice, you go and stand on now, you go and do a job on, on Bex Foster and we adjusted, we adjusted. Listen, we've got We've got probably six or seven quality midfielders who could go and walk into any team in the league. So for, for those three, especially who started the game, they were unreal and, and I couldn't have asked more from yeah, Chelsea Flanagan there today. Yeah. Well, hey, untouchable. I, I made a joke partway through the first half that I said I've, I brought sunglasses, not for the sun, but as like safety goggles when Foster and uh, Flanagan meet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that didn't really happen. And just to mention for patient as well, <laughs> uh, because you know it was a, a tough gig, tough yeah. assignment mm-hmm. against Abdullahi. I mean, there's been moments where Marsh and Carrington have, have had to help, but generally, yeah. the challenges have been made. And Mate, going, there's, there's been last last minute challenges and, and great great performances all over the pitch. I think I think Chelsea patient. There's a few there last ditch tackles where I think even the physicality of knowing I think Farouz knowing that she's coming in strong and, and patient's going to hit her hard and, and I think that just kind of weighs in the back of red as well. Thinking, oh, do I want to be on the end of this? And you've just reminded me. I need to mention this based on that mm-hmm. Donald. Because oh, <laughs> I was about to mention, I was about to Abdullahi say that. Had a, had a moment where she was through, but you could tell, split second thought, what about those three encounters she had in the first half with Donald? Yeah. And, and Listen, great goalkeeping. Donald, Donald's best performance in an FC top, and, and there'll be things where she says, oh, I, I wanted a clean sheet, but that's her best performance in an FC top because. Listen, she's the fastest player on our team. Like she actually is. When we do any sprints or any running, she's the fastest. So I want to play in high, and I think you've almost got another defender when she comes because she just hits it clean. Like she just empties it every time. And, and for a young keeper, she just turned 17 to play in a massive game like that and, and perform. Like listen, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, and I, I do have to say before we move on to you know Fleetwood and that kind of thing, just to mention as well because I think if Chambers hadn't scored the important goal she scored today in a hat trick. I would be having a strong stance with Paul and saying, no, no, not Flanagan, Bert Whistle. She's yeah. player of the match. She, do you know what? She's, Bert Whistle's got some, probably the best passing in the team, but she, she gets caught up doing some of the dirty work that people talk about because she's so good at that as well. Like he, it's, She reminds me of him back in the day, Gattuso, who played for Milan. Like When he played in midfield, he, he was a beast, like, and that's what, that's what Bert Whistle's like. Um, but for me today, I think... Flanagan was untouchable, but Kirsty Chambers, yeah. her day today. She's she's here. She's been here for over a decade. All the fans came out to see her today. Best turnout for us this season in a massive game and, and pulls a hat trick's performance out, which is just unreal. Absolutely. Just before we move on to the next game, just to mention for Salford as well. Obviously, Salford—that's uh, them out of the title race, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I mean, this season, 
Um, there's often been a bottleneck in the Northwest League because only one team gets promoted, which is ridiculous. Four teams really. could go up, really. Like, let's be honest. Four teams could go up out of this league and yeah. do really well yeah. in the division Survive, above. Yeah. yeah. So um, commiserations to Salford. But there's, the there's arguments we're talking to, to, on the same topic of the National League opening up to 16 teams, which I think it won't be a bad idea. Like in the Northwest, especially, that like, we've got some. You look at the comparison when we play teams in, in Tier Four National League in the Midlands. We, we'd probably win that league. In, in the tier above, when you get to the northwest and you see the quality of the the caliber of the players, like I'd back Curzon and Salford to go and go and like survive in the league above. So it is it is a tough it's a tough league this one. I wanted to get out of it as soon as possible. Yeah, well it looks <laughs> like that we, we that might be the case this season. <laughs> not done yet. Yeah, not done. Stranger things have happened. It'd be really strange though. But I mean, yeah. it, we we are like you say one hand on on the league title. Yeah. Fleetwood away mm-hmm. because of this performance today, James. I've got to tell you that me and Paul are going to Fleetwood now we. next week. It's a big trip, Matt. It's I don't know how my electric car's going to do it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, but that game next week, it could be done next week away yeah. from home. Um, how do you prepare for a game like that now? Listen, Joe, it is now. We, we celebrate and we, we enjoy. Like It's not been scot-free this week. Like The preparation this week was diabolical. Like One thing I don't like is complacency. It felt a little bit like that this week. And we turned up with a point to prove today and, and it's the same again we just we need to not be complacent like we, we don't even know anything about Fleetwood we've not played them this mm. year I've not, I've not even seen any footage so obviously I'll have to get some reconnaissance going this week and, and see where they're at but we, we prepare for it like we prepare for every other game and the, every game we're going to prepare for the last the, the part of the season now is let's try and win every single game like let's, let's try and win them all like well, let's try and make it look at the end of the year like it wasn't even that competitive. Like, let's get 50 odd points on the on the board and have a, have a. When people look at it, go, oh, they've smashed that league. But little do they know that it was a few a few squeaky bum times. There's <laughs> a few throughout the league, definitely. And this stretch of games, listen, we've had Curzon, we've had Cheadle twice, and then we've had Salford. Like this, this, this has been a horrible fixture list for us, and we've come through it, and we've not lost in any of these games, which is massive. Yeah, it's been. A phenomenal run, yeah. and uh, this game this afternoon. I mean, <laughs> you but you've done a good job of building it up. We have as well, and it deserved it. And it, yeah. all credit to both teams. But great for women's football. Yes, yeah, like, it really, really was. Uh, but uh, congratulations, James, Thank you. on on getting this win today. Uh, congratulations, Chris Chambers, very worthy winner of Player of the Match. Mm-hmm. Um, we go again. Yeah, Fleetwood away, and we'll see you Sunday. Cheers, gents. Thank you. FC United women's team manager James Mulverhill speaking after that four-two win over Salford City. And we'll have full match commentary from that crucial game from Fleetwood Town this Sunday. You can join Ben and Paul from the Lancashire Coast just before 2pm on the FC Radio website. Back to the men's team now and on Bank Holiday Monday, FC United travel to Tameside to take on Ashton United. Let's hand over to the FC Live team now from Hurst Cross. Well, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Hurst Cross. And you join us here for part three of our triple header of Easter Live broadcasts. This time, we're here at Ashton United. And joining me for a little pre-match chat now before kick-off between FC United and Ashton United here on Bank Holiday Monday. It's a welcome to the show to Woodzo. Hello, Woodzo. Welcome back. Hello. Um, so, we have had a pitch inspection. Yeah. For those who were listening to the podcast on Tuesday or on North Manchester FM on Monday night. Today, or yesterday, it rained a lot on Bank Holiday Monday. This morning was horrendous when we got here. Yeah, and uh, as a result, I mean, I arrived here... At about an hour or so before we went on air, and there was a pond yeah. pretty much over there, yeah. uh, opposite the main stand here at Hurst Cross. The ground staff have done a remarkable job of getting rid of it. The ducks are sad now, but fair play. And the crucial thing is, as well, uh, and we'll hear from Neil in a second, the referee was confident that patch could be cleared up, and he was right. Mm. And also, there was a keenness on Ashton United's part to get this game played because they've only got one free day left now of the season and that's a Thursday next week so they didn't really want this game to be postponed I think it, I think we would describe the going as heavy <laughs> very heavy it's not even good to firm it's, it's, it's heavy but yeah well, it is what it is it's going to be a follow on uh, though this afternoon from Saturday's match mm? and uh, that was a brilliant game of football five stars uh, both teams going for it certainly two cracking goals from the visitors FC United scoring five goals of their own um, what what's your thoughts after Saturday's win against Bamba? I've been looking at the laws of the game because I can't see where why we should have a second penalty. No. The ball's not in play. No. Red cards, fine. although he wasn't a punch, he was a, a bit of a slap. It was a t- yeah. yeah, cuff on the side of the head, and uh, that's where I would change the laws of the game at a corner. That's the only part of the game where I would say if the ball's not a lot, because you, you you'd end all that wrestling then. Because if the, if the laws said doesn't matter if the ball's in play or not, 
You yeah. can give away a penalty. I mean, I've watched the the, the, the Donahue goal back. No, the, the Donahue goal. The keepers complain. He ran to his own man. No, I've, I look back at the, that goal as well. And, Nothing wrong uh, with it. No, he's, there's two yellow shirts in the two way. Two yellow shirts. So yeah, yeah no, absolutely. No, it, was a good, it was a good performance. But by, by the te- first ten minutes, we played really, really well. I think we said at halftime, we should, we, if, if we're being cheerless, we should have got in more than more than three-one. Yeah. They did score first. There was a chance there that an FC in the past would have wobbled, and we may have. Yes. Gone to three all. We didn't. No. We, um, fair play to us for keeping going, and we played well. We deserved the win, and you know, let, let's keep it going today. Uh, just to say, I mean, when it comes to the playoffs and the race for the playoffs, we're it's done. on. I think this is the day when it's off. Actually, um, um, why? Because, we're going to lose. Well, Hyde United n- nearly towards the end of their game. They're two yeah. one up at Staley Bridge. Um, that would see them eight points ahead of FC United with okay. nine points left to play. It's a tall ask to say the least and that depends as well on what Radcliffe do today um, Radcliffe it's off oh Radcliffe's game's off I've got a message before saying it was off 18 out of 18 my friend no 18 out of 18 is interesting because that's where I was going to go to next whatever happens to the players we've got 9 out of 9 we, we've been being banterish for the past yeah, well, few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ashton United Steve Cunningham's come in late in the day yeah got some impressive personnel in yeah um Neil's made no secret that he wants to be competitive next season as well. Correct. Um, obviously, we're going to have Workstop and, uh, and Macclesfield in the league as well. So, this is an interesting game to see where, where both teams are. Yeah, they'll turn it on today because they're playing local derby, etc., etc. Well, so, there's, there's, it's like the, the amount of the XFCers, go, yeah. The ghost of Easter past this, isn't it? I mean, we've got, we've got Lowe, Lonsdale, Gilchrist, Lo- Whittam, Baird, Lonsdale, that's all of them. Thompson. Oh, there's six. Oh, Thompson, well done. Good yeah. effort. There you go. So, there's six. This is the test, isn't it? And it's going to be a different kind of game as well, given the pitch. Yeah. Well, we were talking away here, and my, my travelling footballing companion said, well, it will suit them. I said, well, actually, no, they're more of a footballing side of the and with, with these players. So whether or not this heavy pitch will suit either team is a question now, because I think if we play like we've done the last few weeks, like, like I always say, we, we, we should come away with three points. To be honest with you, before this weekend, I was targeting a point. I thought we'd lose on Saturday and get one here, so we're, we're way ahead of my my target. I'll take a point now and we'll go home and shake hands. In fact, just abandon it after about 10 minutes with nil nil and we'll, and we'll, we'll take the points. It doesn't Let's, work like that. No, it doesn't listener. work like that. But uh, I mentioned earlier about the fact that I spoke with Neil Reynolds about an hour or so ago. Oh, yeah. um, let's hear from Neil now when it was still raining and uh, the pitch. Ooh. I still, I was doing that interview, Woods. I'll let, I'll let oh, you into that secret. I thought was like, like, shining a bit of light on magic here. Yeah, and I was thinking to myself, this game is going to be on. But fair play, fair play. It's on. And uh, let's hear the pre-match thoughts from Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with about an hour ago. Well, welcome everyone to Hurst Cross. It's been chucking it down for hours now. There has been a bit of concern with regards to the, the pitch over on the far side. It's a bit like a pond at the moment, but Neil Reynolds is with us. Neil, referees confident-ish? Yeah, confident. I mean, we're desperate to play. We want to play, Ben. And, and I know they want to play more than that because they've got a game next Tuesday, so it calls off. The only time they could play Thursday. is a week Thursday, yeah. which means that they go Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, which no one wants for player welfare. So, you know, everyone wants the game up. We're in good spirits, coming here on the back of a good win. Uh, and, you know, like I said, I was desperate for the game to be on, so hopefully the rain stays away and they can, they can remove that water. Yeah, it's just started chucking down now as we speak, it's got a bit windy. Uh, but um, obviously, a, a good result on, on Saturday, a good performance uh, on, a, on a beautiful sunny day. This is more like November now. Yeah, I mean, I've watched the game back yesterday and I forgot how good we actually were. Yeah. For 20 minutes in the first half, 20 minutes in the second half, wow. And then the chance we created when they went down to 10 men, credit McCauley Wilson, you know, and we missed a penalty. That game could have been 9 or 10 quite easily. And that just shows that the marker or the standard of the squad now where we're getting to. So, you know, yes, we've got to make a couple of changes today just for tired bodies. And Wollerton will drop out and Dodd will drop out. But Vaughan will come in and, and Pullinkas will come in. And then we'll keep everything else the same. So... For us, it's, it's not about footballing ability today. It'd be about mentality. It'd be about who wants to win the game, you know, and they've got lads in that team that will want to play today, physical, back to front, quickly side. We just want to carry on as we can do. You know, we said 18 from 18. I keep laughing about it, and we've taken nine from nine, so hopefully we can we can put on a really good performance. There'll be some fans here today and, and get another win. And uh, just the last question, because it is coming down now, isn't it, and you, you've got no hood on or anything, uh, but just um, about Steve Cunningham and yourself, you both pretty much said the same thing in this second half of the season looking towards next year you've seen their recruitment here at Ashton United dare I say you know if with the likes of whoever doesn't get promoted plus Workshop and Macclesfield it is about setting a marker now for next season yeah. as well it's not bad for Cunningham when you can go to Buxton and take Gilchrist alone if you can do that you can do it but he'll want to get Ashton towards top end of the league 
Uh, but we're, we're building, Ben, and we're, we're really confident if we keep this crop of youngsters and, and add to it, uh, that we'll be there and thereabouts next season. But we'll take care of this one today. Hopefully we get three points and Gainsborough drop points and uh, Marine drop points and guys drop, you know, Matt Lock drop points. <laughs> I drop points. We've got a chance at the playoffs, so who knows? We'll, we'll keep going, Ben. Thanks, Neil, and all Cheers. the best today. Thank you. It's a corner to FC United. Baru to take this from FC United's left. Well, Gabardon was looking for the short one, but Baru opts instead for a more traditional corner. Baru from the left, and it comes swinging on his right foot, and there's Griffiths! Oh. And Griffiths on the near post, and FC United score. 18 minutes, and Griffiths felt his ankle, though, there on landing, it looks like after winning that header on the near post and uh, unfortunately this looks like a, an injury that's going to need treatment physio's coming on but Paul just before well, we get an update on this injury very similar to the one we scored at South Shields Pots at South Shields, the move at the near post to anticipate and no defender went with him unfortunately he's, he has landed awkwardly and uh, this is not good news and uh, Hall gets the ball towards the halfway line but it's straight to Lowe, Lowe plays the ball back to Lonsdale Longsdale, he's under pressure. Porter. Newton. Baird. Baird, oh, that's a loose Ooh. pass and it's picked up by Kane. Kane now got Baru on his right. Baru into the penalty area. Lot to do for Baru, but he goes for goal and a good save by Scott. Palmed the ball to the left of the post. And, uh, well, that was goal bound. And uh, it's another corner, though, to FC United. Well, we had a corner on Saturday that uh, Gabidon took from FC United's right that Donoghue scored from. What can Gabidon do this time? In it comes towards the back post where Jones is. Jones heads the ball in. There's Palinkas yes. into the roof of the net. And FC United, two corners, two goals. Palinkas um. scoring. His second goal of the season. Well, it's all happening at Ashton. We're becoming a, a set-piece side. <laughs> There'll be scouts watching this from Stafford and from Gainsborough going, whatever you do, don't give FC United a corner. Well, I've never, I've never known it in the 13, 14 years we've no. been doing this, Paul, me and you. I've never known us to be this good at corners. But here we are, another set piece. Jones with a header into the, the near post area. The goalkeeper saved it. But there was Palinkas and he blasted it. And in it went. And it's 2-0 now to FC United. 26 minutes played here at Hurst Cross. And here's Palinkas now. To Baru, Baru, great turn from Baru. Can he find Kane? He can. Kane rounds his man. Here's Kane. Oh, oh. just wide. Well, that was a brilliant play. What a turn from Baru. And it was great stuff from Kane up until the finish. He hits it in the right area, but it just went wide of the far post. Bird down the right hand side. Through ball attempted again, but Jones cuts it out. Good anticipation, gets it to Wallerton. Here's Baru inside the centre circle. Baru finds Kane. Baru carries on his run. Baru still with the ball. Out to the left-hand side, Sangare. Sangare on the edge of the penalty area. Goes for goal. Over the bar. Goal kick. Well, every time FC goes forward, they just look like they're causing problems. It's been a really good first half, this from FC. Headed clear there by Hall. And Gabidon is tracking back to pick up possession. Plays a, a nice ball to Kane who manages to stay on his feet and turn. Kane now driving into Ashton's half. And there's Hull. Hull forward down the left-hand side. Hull got time. Crosses that ball in. Oh, he hits the bar. Hull scored a similar goal in the Phoenix Trophy uh, last month. So it well, makes you think whether it's <laughs> intentional or not because he keeps doing it. <laughs> well, that one didn't go in this time, but uh, it came awfully close. Hit the bar there. And uh, Porter now plays the ball to bed. Baird to low, good stuff there from Donahue. wins it in midfield, Donahue plays it in front of Kane, Kane on the left hand side of the penalty area, puts on his right foot, goes for goal, saved, an improvised save there by Scott, scoring maze 2-0, but a good piece of play there from SC United, Donahue making that move for Kane and a good effort from the striker, the ball's back to Gabidon, who uh, lofts it back into the penalty area and Scott there on the stretch, just palmed it away from the head of Palinkas. And uh, Ashton United get the ball clear. Gilchrist chasing Hall down here. Hall with a back pass to Lavacum. Lavacum takes the touch. Gilchrist pursuing. But Lavacum gets the ball clear. Sangari there. That's going to be a... No, OK. Play continues. Here's Gabidon now. Gabidon still with the ball. Into the D. Gabidon goes for goal. Hits the post. How many chances, Paul? Have FC United created here? Well, 
It's not done yet. Here's Kane. Kane, edge of the penalty area. What a finish from Kane. Scott was getting nowhere near that one. And it's 3-0. I think there was a bit of anger that he'd had three chances before that in this game. And, but that time, he got a sight of goal and Scott just didn't see it, did he? Well, picking a man of the match, if obviously this game can turn on its head. There's still time. But trying to find a player of the match in this game is going to be very, very tricky. Vaughan with a throw-in down the line. Thompson clears it, gets it to Whitton. Whitton is uh, challenged, but the bear's bad to low. But there's Donahue again. Donahue winning the ball back. Donahue, good ball to Sangari. He's in the penalty area, holds it up. Sangari goes for goal. It deflects. Sangari's still not giving this up. Ashton in a hurry to try and clear it, but not fully cleared yet. And now SC United, three players pursuing this ball. And one of them's Hall. Hall crosses his ball in. There's Kane. Oh, my goodness oh, me. Kane scores. FC United's fourth. What a bank holiday Monday this is turning into here at Hurst Cross. Well, we talked about Max Kane becoming prolific. He's beginning to live up to that word, isn't he? 4-0. He scored twice. He could have had five today. Well, it was 4-0 on Boxing Day and it's 4-0 again. This is a mirror. So, so far on this club is my club, by the way, which there's a bit at the end which hasn't been put together yet, which is today's game. We've got nine FC United goals thus far. However, if we throw Ashton in this game here, well, could be looking at, well, we are looking at double figures, aren't we, Paul? I mean, this is an extended programme. <laughs> Baird with his clearance, only finds Gabidon. Gabidon beats his man and now he's driving towards the penalty area. Gabidon still with the ball. Gabidon goes for goal. Gabidon hits the post and crosses over the line and it's 5-0 to FC United. Well, Gabidon deserves a goal. Good stuff from FC United. Again, razor sharp and this is our record win at Ashton now. Well, 15 minutes left to play here. FC United now 5-0 up. Well, full time here, two minutes of added time, and on um, Bank Holiday Monday, FC United have made it back-to-back -back wins over Easter, following up that 5-2 victory on Saturday against Bamber Bridge with a 5-0 victory here at Hurst Cross. A very comprehensive performance this from FC United and uh, a great way to finish off this Bank Holiday weekend for FC. I don't know whether it's because the players we've got now have fitted into what the manager wanted in terms of tactics late in the season or he's changed the tactics to fit the players he's got whichever way round it is we seem to have hit the formula late in the day that seems to be able to win matches back to back and with some aplomb as well these are not narrow wins the way we've demolished Bamber Bridge in Ashton in the space of two days is very very impressive yeah, and uh, we should mention the facts as well, that Ashton United, you could say they're, they're in mid-table and, and uh, drifting towards the season, but apart from, you know, that result that they had against Warrington Town, um, they were in good form. They were finishing the season strong. Yeah. And they've played against Warrington Town, and obviously Warrington have done what they've done against them, but FC United have come here and have really put them to the sword it's been it's been a phenomenal display which was the better performance for you Paul this one at Bamber Bridge that's the question Bamber Bridge were a side we're a very good side so I think I would put that ahead of this but having said that this has not been an easy pitch to play on and they've made it look easy and they brushed Ashton aside really we scored five and again it could have been ten wouldn't it the chances that how many times did we hit the woodwork? Yeah, we hit the post, we hit the bar, we, we've had chances just gone narrowly over or narrowly wide. It's been a good performance this for FC United and 5-0 uh, victors here on Bank Holiday Monday. And next up for FC will be Stafford on Saturday, the final home game of the season. And to say we're finishing the season strongly would be an understatement. I think our two remaining opponents, Stafford and the Ainsbury, were looking at this result and thinking, hmm... In for a tough game then when we play them. Well, we go back to what we were saying in the first half. If I was a scout from Stafford Rangers or from Gainsborough Trinity, one thing I'd be urging strongly at this point would be don't give FC United a corner. FC United corners, we, we, we were saying it ahead of South Shields, but it's gathering a pace now. The set pieces that FC United are delivering at the moment, we saw it on Saturday, we've seen it here. We're good at it now. Don't give away corners and don't give the ball away in your own half. Those are the two golden rules when you play an FC at the moment. And we also have to remember, Griffiths scored in the 18th minute 
and he didn't really play after that. So without Griffiths, we, we won this handsomely, which makes it even more interesting. Yeah, and, and we have to mention as well, Wallerton for the last 15 minutes of that game was yeah. basically walking around because we had no substitutes left and, and uh, he was basically there for, to, to make a nuisance of himself as much as he can. Um, with one and a half legs basically for, for the remainder of the game. Uh, we'll catch up with Neil shortly to discuss uh, the injury concerns because obviously Griffiths uh, was on crutches earlier, which isn't a good sign, and Wallerton is limping off now. Um, player of the match, Paul, this is going to well, be tricky. To me, it was the guy who kept appearing, intercepting the ball, distributing it well, making runs, carving out chances, and he had the number eight on his back. Yeah, Michael Donoghue. It's been a, an epic performance. We should say... Michael Donoghue gets an 11 out of 10 this afternoon, but there are players who've actually scored 10 out of 10 as well. Palinkas has been brilliant. Sangare, when he was on, was tremendous. Kane's been brilliant. Gabidon was good. Vaughan, we were saying about Vaughan, it's, this is his opportunity to make his mark. He did that, didn't he? He did. He yeah. really did. I feel like I should mention everyone. Um, Baru, great turns from Baru during that game. Um, I mentioned Palinkas already, but Jones and Palinkas. They're playing against Jason Gilchrist, you know, with supporting casts of the likes of Thompson and McKay and Lowe and Whittam. And they've just been on it. They really have. I mean, Ashton have had a couple of chances, but that's it. In 90-odd minutes, they've been formidable, the bat line. Um, Guy Hall uh, continues his brilliant performances at left-back. And, uh, yeah, it just bodes very, very well, all this. Full-time scores from elsewhere. And, uh, obviously, Radcliffe didn't play today their game against Warrington Rylands was postponed um, therefore a victory for SC United today keeps the playoff dream the distant distant playoff dream alive FC United with this 5-0 victory are now five points behind Radcliffe and uh, that final playoff spot but Radcliffe do have a game in hand we should say they've still got nine points available uh, to them FC United have now just got six points left so it's still it's still a tall last poll. Yeah, what Renault wanted was 18 points from 18 possible. Yep. And we're on track. And we can't ask for much more. All that being said, uh, the teams between ourselves and Radcliffe haven't had brilliant afternoons. Hyde United, they drew two all in the end with Staley Bridge Celtic in the early kickoff. Matlock remarkably have drawn with already relegated Belper Town. And Marine have been beaten by Warrington Town by two goals to one. Uh, that result for Warrington uh, sees them stay in second spot. Bamber Bridge uh, picked up a victory today, uh, beating Lancaster by two goals to one. But South Shields have been confirmed Northern Premier League champions and will be playing in the National League North next season. And uh, they're there because they're beating Whitby Town by one goal to nil at the Turnbull ground. Um, so we're going to be joined now uh, by FC United manager Neil Reynolds. Neil, I'll give you the jokey question about the playoffs in a minute. But when it comes to that performance there, that was that's brilliant. And after Bamber Bridge as well, you didn't think it could get any better. And, and there we are, scoring 10 goals over Easter. Can I say it? Five-star performance. You can. <laughs> Listen, Ben... Uh... I like this term that I heard someone say, mentality monsters. Uh, and I challenge the boys in there, the mental strength of that group, the, the talent in that group, some of the things we've been through as a squad or the lads who've been here all season. They're unbelievable. And I'm hoping that I can go to like likes of Dave Charles and say, give me Keen Baru for another year because he is exceptional. And Dante Gabbard on pace, a front two in Faisu who's just an animal. Yeah. Max Kane again, another two. <laughs> Don't anybody, anybody ever tell me, question our team, when you can't roll out Michael Donoghue. Because he is the probably the best player in the league. The standout player, he's fit, he's tenacious, he's 25-year-old. And then I look behind it, Curtis Jones, the experience is a colossal. Young Jan playing next to him who had a rest Saturday with Doddy. And then young Ethan who comes in, Guy Hall. But the most pleasing person was Dan Lavercombe. We've worked on Dan, his shape, his positional play. He likes to play a bit deep at times. Today, everything he did was 10 out of 10. He started position, he's kicking, he's catching, he saves, he's clean sheet. He was, he was our rock today. And then that allowed us to play free flow and attacking football that we like to do. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just really happy and you know, I couldn't be more prouder of that group. And yeah, just well done. And you know, the fans were, well, the fans were in fine voice. They, they were brilliant. Um, I can't remember enjoying watching SC United as much in the last few weeks for a long time where it's consistently good football going back to South Shields uh, you know more perf away where it was a proper 
away performance. It was, you know, I did the highlights of the Morpeth game. Morpeth did nothing no. against us. We just, and, and it's just carried on. You must be delighted with the way we're closing the season I out. Don't want to be, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I don't want to sound tedious. It was another rebuild when the players went who went. You know, the players had injuries and we had to rebuild. And we knew, we know the DNA. We know exactly what we want. You know, and, and I remember... Keen Baru, I think one of his first games, I had to take him off at half time. I had to rescue the lad, but I could still see the talent in him. And then you could see Dante Gabidon, the talent in him. And I don't want to just name individuals, but the pace, the power, some of the things that Keane did in front of our fans in the yeah. second half was just on another level. And that kid will go and play, you know, football league, I'm sure. But come on, child, let me nurture him for one more year, and that's going to be the message. But in terms of the football, the football doesn't change. Sometimes the personnel has to change. Sometimes they don't play the way they can play, but it isn't for the want of trying. And you've seen, you know, I set them the challenge, 18 from 18, tongue in cheek, you've got 12 from 12. And I've just said to him now, go and enjoy yourself. Let's get ready for Stafford Saturday and there'll be a big crowd, you know, after that today, because that was, that was incredible. That's, that's the best. That is the best, Ben, that, that I have, I know I've said, but I have had at FC United today. The summer of football was exquisite, exquisite. And on this pitch? On this pitch. <laughs> The mentality, though, I go back to it, of them individuals, you know, even though I had to say Keegan and Doddy today, I'm sorry about, you know, not being able to get you on or Young Jan Saturday, they just buy into it. And they, w- they want to play for the badge, they want to play for the club. And I said to him, shut that, and you'll be back in summer. And it's a little thing, uh, but when Sangare was substituted, it's a little thing, but it was very like, it was like Gladiator, wasn't it? He goes off to the crowd over on the far side. He could have come off here, but he goes off over there. He takes it all in, and it's stuff like that. That's, dare I say it, that goes back to the first couple of seasons of FC United. I, I I've been missing that. I sent him there. I don't know if you saw it. I turned him around and went, on. he deserves the, the accolade because he is a fantastic player. You know, and he's nowhere near fit yet. You wait till he gets fit, he's, and he's, he's Mark, loving it. He's Mark Hughes. He Mark, is, yeah. and, and he deserved the fans. You know, I'm sure they'll get a song about him soon. I'm sure he'll get, you know, off the mark soon. But you, you could see that Shields, what he did to their two centre-halves, he's just, he, he did it the same to Macaulay Wilson Saturday. He's just an exceptional talent. But then you've got the willing runner and the, the, the goal scorer that is Max Kane. Uh, another two today. He's, he's loving his time here and just loves playing for this football club. And, you know, they don't want the season to end, but they'll come back in summer and they'll get the chance to go again because goal scorers are hard to find, but we, we know the players out there and if we do things the right way, then the way we do things and we look after the players where we do, we create that camaraderie and that, that cohesion and people want to come and play for you. And and unfortunately, you know... I, I, know, you, I know you keep saying you're going to have to make a couple of changes in that, but I, I'm struggling to see where, because at the minute, this team is performing really well and I'm not going to get you to commit to it now <laughs> for this season but you've got like at the back there Jones and Palinkas have just they've taken Gilchrist out of the game completely he's had a couple of chances but not too many and then in midfield we give a man of the match to Michael Donoghue because I've run out of things to say about Michael Donoghue but that that was just with Griffiths Griffiths his header you know and, uh, oh, I've not even got to the Cornish yet uh, mate <laughs> well, well we'll go over yeah, that yeah. in a minute but it, it, it's just it, well, do we have to tweet yeah you know I'm, I'm going to put a little bit of pressure on the club here to, to get things even better behind the scenes because we need we need more money and we don't need more money to pay big money we need more money to get us a bigger squad because you can't we 16 players when someone's not getting in they move on let's go and let's go and see if we can get a bit more money to pay like 18 and 19 like other clubs do so we can maybe not have as many players through the window and we can we can develop that consistency and, and we're luckier next season with injuries and, and suspensions or whatever it may be and you know you're, you listen you'll always lose games of football you know it's how you bounce back from them and you know when we when we you know you beat Shields and then, and then you go and lose and then we bounce back and we bounce back with four on the spin and, and, and it's good it's like Bamber Bridge today they, they lost to us they bounce back today and that's what we want but we've got a crop here we've got a crop that they're exciting. They wanna, they wanna play for me and the football club, and you know, for for as a manager, you just love it. You absolutely love it. And and listen, you know, it's that old saying, isn't it? You don't want anything be kids, but you need that experience. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. But at the minute, the playing and, and the confidence is red hot. And you know, we listen. We're gonna have a couple of injuries now in Wollerton and, and and Griffiths, but it is what it is, and that's why we need a little bit more depth in our squad. Obviously, um, <clears throat> Griffiths, I've picked up his injury from the header. Almost a carbon copy of the Potts one. I'm looking forward to seeing the movement for the goal. Like like Potts's one for South Shields was the movement was another level actually. Um, but we've already mentioned Mike Faulkner this weekend uh, after the Bamber Bridge corner. We've scored two corners today. Um, 
Don't my, ask me to give. Don't ask me I've to already, give him any more compliments. No, no, no. I've, <laughs> I've, I've basically I've, I've jumped ship and I've, I've done the match report for Gainsborough for Stafford <laughs> and told them don't give FC corners. <laughs> it's just brilliant, isn't it? I mean, and, and, and listen, Mike, Mike's <laughs> been frustrated. You know, when things don't come off at times defensively or attacking on our zone or attacking, but when it does, as a manager, as a system manager, as a coach, whatever you are. It's credit where credit's due, and he does so much work on them, and and it is nice when you get your rewards. And maybe we haven't got as many this season as we as we could have done. The balls that dropped in the right area, but today that movement across the front poles, Potsy at Shields, Griffiths today, the movement around the back stick where Donahue on Saturday, it's great when they come off, you know. And, and you've just got to credit the staff because the staff do that, you know. They they ask me what do you think, and I say yeah, you go and roll it out, you go and show the lads, and and that's where the autonomy goes. They've got the autonomy to go and do that, and, and I'm just really happy that that they get that they get a lot of plaudits and credit for what they do behind the scenes, uh, which is which is pleasing as a manager. Well, credits and plaudits to everyone today. <clears throat> yeah. that, um, some players who played 11 out of 10, in my humble <laughs> opinion, this afternoon. Yeah. Um, but, Neil, big congratulations. Um, just to let you know, five points from the playoffs, six yeah. points still available to play for, 18 points from 18, still the target. And if, and if you're listening back home and you haven't come today, please, please, please grab hold of your mate. Make it two and a half thousand on Saturday. I really want to see two and a half thousand, and, and I know we might not be able to get in the playoffs. And but this squad, this crop of players, deserve that kind of turnout for our last game of the season. And, and trust me, you know, promise, I promise you that we'll we'll go and strengthen it. We'll go and keep the, the majority of these, and we'll try and do better next season. But you know, I'd love two and a half thousand in on Saturday. It would just make everything for me. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. As discussed, next up for the Reds will be that home game against Stafford Rangers this weekend. Kick-off at Broadhurst Park this Saturday will be at 3pm. Admission will be pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. But remember, if you cannot make the game in person, then we'll have full live commentary available on the FC Radio website, and you can tune in from 2.30pm. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening, and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.